Yeah. Say hello to my subscribers right there. Uh, hey, we we part of the company. We we part of that guy right there. It's the best mechanic there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and now he's an influencer. You no. too. <laughs> Serious. That's one of the best mechanics. Today, three point method for the three point saddle. 15 degree bends on the outside and 30 degree bends in the center. Okay guys, so welcome to the channel, welcome to the video, thanks for watching. So let's just get right down to it. This is the three point method, okay, for the three point saddle. This is gonna be for a 15 degree bend okay 315 degree uh, three point saddle 30 in the center okay so basically what the three point method is is we're going to be using the three points on the bender the hand bender to make this bend okay and i will explain further all right so if you look on the left side of the screen here you could see all the marks here c a b a being the center and c and b being the outside bands okay so in that order star notch arrow is how you're going to be making the bands okay and you have a whole bunch of other information here okay the multiplier for this type of band being four okay the shrink is going to be an eighth of an inch for every inch rise Okay, everything is still the same. Okay, all the procedures, all the steps you have to do are still the same. You still have to do the, uh, you know, you still have to adjust your center from your center of obstruction measurement. Okay, so say you took your measurement from the left here, from the furthest left of the conduit over here, and you took your measurement to the center of the obstruction, right where this, uh, you know, where it says center of obstruction is. <clears throat> you took your measurement and it's 30 inches you still have to adjust it okay for whatever the size of the obstruction is the rise of the obstruction okay so i'll go into more detail in the next part so your multiplier again is going to be four so you're going to times that by the rise of the obstruction okay and very important don't forget okay you're going to do the star notch arrow okay so the first bend is gonna be C. You're gonna you're gonna put that on the star. Second bend notch. Last bend arrow in that order. Okay. So let's go to the next screen. And basically, okay. Here I have a little example. Like I said before, let's just say we have this 30 inch measurement here. Okay, to the center of your obstruction. Right. The rise is three inches. Okay, so you want to multiply the three inches by the by the shrink, which is an eighth of an inch, which gives you a total of three eighths. So right off the back, you want to put three eighths of an inch. You want to adjust it, okay? And you're gonna add that onto your measurement. That's very important. You're not gonna you're not gonna subtract it. You're gonna add it to your measurement, okay? So that's gonna move your center mark over three eighths of an inch okay so that's your mark it's very important okay a lot of people get this part wrong see that first mark that you put for your center of obstruction is just a temporary mark okay 
you're gonna end up moving it over depending on the rise you know depending on the strength okay it's very important and again you're gonna first bend is gonna be on your uh, star okay which will be C and then the second bend will be notch and then arrow okay now <clears throat> I have it all here for you and then the you know the next step would be you know to get your spacing which would be you know multiply four okay which is over here your multiplier is four on the left hand side of the screen if you take a look at the top your multiplier is four we're going to multiply it by the rise which is three inches which gives us 12 inch spacing okay and you're going to measure that from a okay from your adjusted center from a you're gonna you know 12 inches to the left and then the same thing 12 inches for the, to the right for c and b marks okay i have it over here spacing between bends 12 inches okay great now <clears throat> i do want to say that basically you know with this 15 30 15 you know degree three point saddle it's actually something that I go to, you know, most of the time. It saves you, you know, 30 degrees because the traditional way would be um, a 45 degree bend in the center, okay, with two 22 and a halves on the side, which, you know, totals 90 degrees, all right? So with this method, you're saving 30 degrees, which, which gives you, you know, to actually add another bend if you need to further down the road. Or, or not okay so it's this is the way that I actually I like to actually use this saddle if not I even use one that's a little you know um, it's actually a 22 and a half in the center and I'll show you how to do that in another video I'm not gonna go into that too much but just so that you know you can actually make a, a three-point saddle using any type of degree that you want <clears throat> really okay now but speaking about this one here i like to use it because it's it actually you know in the center if you have an obstruction that's kind of you know wide and the rise isn't too too high you know and it's kind of like you know wide this three-point saddle you know would be perfect because it actually gradually goes out if you understand what I'm trying to say, you know, like, because the spacings are going to be a lot more, a lot wider on either side of the center mark. It actually fits wider obstructions that aren't too high, you know, um, like I had to use this uh, last week for, for these columns that were on, they were actually half on the wall. It was like a half a column because the brick layers covered up half of the column with, with bricks. So... It was kind of like a thick a thick column but it only came off the wall like about three inches four inches so it was perfect because it actually you know it hugged the the column perfectly you know so it's it's really good for you know uh obstruction that's kind of you know wide but not so high as well also if it doesn't really matter you know it's easier to pull the wire through this you know it's fairly good uh, um saddle to do something that you should know and i did another video the first video that i did on this method was um uh 15 30 15 as well you can find it on the actual on my playlist but i believe that 
this one here is a lot easier to remember and a lot easier to do you all you have to do is just find you know bend a 15 degree bend and put it back in your bender and I'll show you that further in the video and actually mark it chart it out for yourself so you know where to actually you know stop when you're bending a 15 degree bend now you're not finding the center to the 15 degree bend you're just finding you know where it actually is going to stop at you know where all the degree markings are at on the back of the bender and I'll show you that further in the video <clears throat> okay so basically let's get to the conduit lane portion of this video Today, we're doing the three-point method. Now, if you don't know what that is, that is basically a three-point saddle, okay, that we use a 15-degree bend on the outsides with a center bend of 30 degrees, okay? So that's a 15, 30, 15. So when you hear the three-point method, okay, you should already know it's a three-point saddle using the 15-30-15 and it's using a push-through bending, okay? So it's push-through bending. Automatically, you should know all those, those you know, features, you know what I'm saying? Automatically. So when you hear three-point method, you should know it's a 15-30-15 and it's going to be push-through bending, okay? So without further ado, we're just going to get to right to the layout, okay? And, um... Let's just lay it out and bend this conduit, okay? There's a few, there's an actual extra step you're gonna need to know because you should already know that on the bender, we don't have a 15 degree mark. So I'm gonna show you how it's best to mark that on your bender, okay? You could do it your own way if you have your own method. If you don't and you're actually new to bending or whatever the case is, I'll show you on the video now. How to actually best get the 15 degrees now you will need a digital level or a protractor okay if you don't have neither of those well then you're gonna i'm gonna show you a trial and error method on how to you know get your 15 degree you know bend and how to get your three point saddle three point method to come out nice and you know flat and straight all right so let's get down to it. All right, so let's set up the environment. So for this three-point method today, we're gonna be doing a, uh, we're gonna be going over an obstruction that's gonna be three inches, okay? So our rise is three inches, just so that, you know, you know, okay? So like I said, let's set up the environment. Let me write down what you need to know, okay? The shrink for this three-point method is an eighth of an inch for every inch rise. Okay, so let me just write this down. The rise, so that you can see it, is going to be three inches. Okay, so automatically you should already know, if you've done three-point saddles, you should already know, okay, that the shrink is gonna be the strength, like the center adjustment, because there's a center adjustment here, like any other three-point saddle, is gonna be three-eighths of an inch. You should already know that, right? Okay, so, to set up the environment, our center measurement, 
okay? Because you have to get a measurement from either wherever you're coming from on your conduit, whether it be a junction box, excuse me, whether it be a junction box, or you're just coming from a, a simple coupling at the end of your conduit, okay? A simple coupling from the end of your conduit to the center of your obstruction, okay? You gotta get that measurement, okay? So let's just say you're either coming from the box or you're coming from a coupling. You need to measure it, whatever it is to the center of your obstruction. I'm, I'm gonna act like you've, I've never done a, a video with three points out of four, like I'm teaching somebody that doesn't know. Okay, so you're gonna get of your measurement from the end of your conduit or junction box to the center of your obstruction. Let's do it, okay? And I'm gonna write down what that measurement is going to be. Okay, so I'm just gonna simply write, uh, you know, center, excuse me, center of obstruction, okay? I'm just gonna abbreviate that. Equals, we're gonna make that, okay, 30 inches. Okay, let's keep it simple. 30 inches, okay? Plus, that's what we already went over on the layout. Okay, so everything is the same. <clears throat> now, that's our center mark right there. That's where our, uh, our obstruction is okay so what you want to immediately do is you can do it two ways okay i like to you know try to skip some steps here so that you know it doesn't you know you know take that long to lay out a conduit you could either automatically just add your shrink to it and then just put it mark it on your pipe or you could lay out your 30 inches on your conduit and then add the three eighths, okay? It's up to you. But either way, that shrink has to be added onto your center of, of obstruction measurement, okay? So automatically, what I like to do, just to make, you know, make it simple is, I like to add what the shrink is gonna be, okay? Which makes that 30 and three eighths of an inch, okay? So just to make it simple, I just add that automatically, okay? Because we have, in case you don't know, we have three inches of rise, okay? We have one eighth of an inch per inch rise. So automatically that gives us a shrink of three eighths, okay? Just so you know where I got the three eighths from if you weren't following. This 30 inches is the center to, of my obstruction from the end of my pipe or the junction box or whatever that we're actually coming from. Okay, that's the measurement that you're gonna get out in the field, okay? And then I added my shrink, okay? And that gave me a total of 30 and 3 eighths. Now we're gonna lay that out on our conduit. And I'm gonna ask you to excuse me right now because I'm gonna use marker. I feel that it's gonna actually, you know, you, you guys will be able to see it a lot better than pencil. I'm not at work, so I, I don't think the, you know, the mark is gonna actually hurt me at all. All right, guys, but out in the field, you wanna use pencil, okay? And let's go ahead and lay out 
our conduit here. Let's lay out our mark A, okay? Because this is mark A that we're going to be laying out right now. This is our mark A, okay? The center mark is always your first mark that you're going to lay out. Okay, so let's find 30 and 3 eighths. Okay, which is right about here. I got a quarter of an inch, 3 eighths is right here. 30 and 3 eighths. Okay, just so you can see that. That's gonna be my mark A. And I'm gonna go ahead and mark it around the whole conduit. Okay. I'm walking around the whole conduit. And that's gonna be our, where we're gonna put it on the actual bender, okay? Now, the other way to do it, you know, the way that, you know, everybody usually does it, the way you learn is, you actually come over here, you mark your 30, which is your measurement from the outside of your, from the edge of your conduit to the center of your obstruction, and then you put the center adjustment mark, which is the shrink. You have to adjust the center just so you can actually get that bend where it has to be exactly on the center, okay? So you could either do the 31st and then add the 3 eighths, or like I just did it now, I just went ahead and added it, you know, automatically to my measurement. And this way I only have one mark on my conduit, you know? I did the calculation. You could do it in your head or you could just do it with a calculator automatically and just put it on your conduit one time, get it over with, and you know that that's where you have to bend. Okay, either way, it's not, there's no wrong or right way. Whatever helps you, you know, make accurate and precise bends, that's what you stick with. All right? Okay, so this is gonna be my mark A. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and mark it. All right, you can mark it. You can choose to mark it out on the field if you want to, whatever makes you comfortable, like I just said. All right, now, back to the pad really quick. All right, our rise of our obstruction is three inches, okay? Three inches, like you see hot here on my pad, it's three inches, so our multiplier, okay, which, I'm gonna write now, I should have wrote it before. Our multiplier for this three-point method, excuse my handwriting, I really apologize. I hope you guys can, you know, read this. Multiplier equals four, okay, four. So simply multiply four times your rise, which is three, and what does that equal? Okay guys, what does that equal? Times three inches equals 12 inches. So you're spacing, okay, between bends is going to be 12 inches. Okay, equals, excuse me for that, 12 inches, all right? So we don't need the calculator, right? Let's get rid of that. 12 inches. So we're gonna take 
our center mark from our center mark and simply mark 12 inches on either side okay 12 inches on either side and let's go ahead and do that okay so we have 12 here okay and I'm gonna go ahead and mark that right there okay now I'm gonna mark it on my other side all right Let's go over here, line that up. Let's get that nice and accurate. Okay, and 12 inches there. Okay, good to go. So let's go ahead and mark this conduit all the way around. Same with Same with this side, I lost that mark there for a minute. Okay. And just so you know, this method works with hand benders, electric benders, you know, whatever the case may be, you just have to find the center of the 30 degree, you know what I'm saying, on, on the actual shoe. And you'll be able to do this on the electric bender, on the actual, you know, Table bender, hand bender, it doesn't matter. You can do it on any of those, okay? You just have to find the center of 30 degrees on the electric and the um, table bender. If you're using a hand bender, you have to do the same thing, find the center of 30. Now, the only thing with the hand bender is that you also have to figure out where 15 degree is on the hand bender, and I'm gonna show you that in a little bit, okay? So, if you want to, you can put your, uh, you know, your mark here, B, C, you know, okay, okay, now, it doesn't really matter, you know, saying what you label it, like if you do this side, you label it B, or you label it you know, B, C, it doesn't really, you know, matter. They use, they also call this, you know, when you're doing the push through, they also call it the CAB, you know, the cab method, you know, cause you're putting C first and then A and then B, they call it the cab method. You know, I don't know if you ever heard that before, but um, yeah, in school, that's what they showed, you know, what, what they also called it. Anyway, all right. So now, basically, that is it we laid out our conduit and we're ready to we're ready to bend okay before if you're using a hand bender which is what we're using today before you get to bending okay what you want to do is you can get a scrap if you're going to be see the thing is if you're going to be bending a lot of these or, or, or whatever the case may be even if it's only one let's just say you're laying out your first one of the day and this is it okay and, and you have your digital level all right you want to go ahead and mark 15 degrees on your bender okay because so you have some way to figure out where 15 degree is going to be at okay now you could either do it on the actual pipe you're going to be bending 
if you have your digital level or you can get a scrap piece, bend 15 degrees and then put it on your, um, mark it on your conduit. And I'm gonna show you how to exactly mark that on your conduit, okay? So let's get to doing um, a scrap piece and yeah, that's it. Let's do a scrap piece real quick, okay. Okay, so I got my scrap piece. Now what you wanna actually do first is mark on the conduit where you're gonna line it up with the arrow, okay? This way you know, you know what I'm saying, where to line it up, okay? Put it on the arrow and this way when you actually have 15 degrees, cause you might have to do it a couple of attempts, okay? Cause you have to take it out, measure it, see how many degrees it is. Just put a mark somewhere so you can line it up with your arrow or whatever you're gonna line it up with. Cause at this point, it doesn't really matter. You can line it up with the, with the notch, a star, whatever. You just need a reference point of, when you, so that when you keep taking out the conduit and putting it back in, you know where to line it up to, okay? So let's just put a mark roughly anywhere, somewhere close to the end, okay? And we're gonna do it right about here because further that way I have a box set on it. I'm just using a scrap piece, okay? So let me just go ahead and put a mark here. Just something, you know, so we know where to place our conduit on the bender, okay? Because we might, it might take us a couple of attempts to get 15 degrees, okay? Now, we're gonna go to our pipe bender, okay? And we're gonna place it on the conduit bender and bend slightly in between 10 degrees, a little bit past 10, Okay, and give me one second. A little bit past 10 and before 22 and a half degrees. Okay? Okay, so as you can see here, I have my mark. Okay, I'm gonna, I have it on my arrow. Okay, as you can see here, I have it on my arrow, my mark line on my arrow. And we're gonna go ahead and bend it. Okay, we're trying to find the 15 degree mark somewhere to place it on our bender. We're gonna bend it in between our 10 and 22 degree marks, okay? And then we're gonna stop and measure it with our digital level. Once we have somewhere near 15 degrees or 15 degrees, we can put it back on our bender, okay? And, and find and pick a spot where to mark on our bender, okay? Now obviously, we, we won't be able to get one of these lines, but what we'll do is we'll choose somewhere where you're comfortable or where you'll know, like maybe where the pipe is actually touching or really close to the actual bender. Or whatever you, you, you wanna pick, you can pick, because once you have 15 degrees and you put it back on your bender, you just pick a spot that you're gonna remember, okay, and you mark, okay, now I know, when I get to that spot, you know, I know it's 15 degrees. So it's up to you what to choose. Usually what I do is I actually mark wherever the bottom of my pipe starts hitting the actual, you know, the, the bender. And that's how what I do with the 15. Okay, so what I'm gonna do here is I'm gonna show you that I, I got a 15 degree bend after bending it, okay, so, I put it on my flat part here, the digital level, you know, 
Now I'm gonna zero it out. Okay, now we got zero. Now I'm gonna put it on my actual bend, okay? And that basically shows me that I have 15.3 and I'm okay with that, okay? Now I'm gonna put it back on my bender and basically, you know, that's it. I'm gonna see where it, where, where it has it on the bender and that is what I will use to bend my condom, okay? Wherever my, my actual pipe, where the conduit is right now, on the bender, that's what I'm gonna use, okay? And when I, when I was bending it, I noticed that it was right on the 10 degree mark. So I had to go past parallel because to do a 10 degree mark, you would have to 10 degree bend, on the mark on the on the bender, you have to actually, you know, be parallel with it. Okay? So I had to go past parallel and take the bottom of my conduit. Let me show you. Take the bottom of my conduit to that actual mark. So what I had to do here was take my conduit and take it to this 10 degree mark. The bottom of my conduit had to basically be on this mark. So that's a 15 degree bend. All right, for my bender at least, okay? And um, your bender could be different, okay? Now, why it's called the three-point method, okay? Because what we're gonna do is, and we don't have to lay out the 30-degree bend at all, to find the center or any, any of that. But what we're gonna do is, we're gonna use the three points on the bender, okay? And what are those three points? Okay, now this is why it's called the three point method. I don't know what anybody else calls it. This is what I was taught. This is what I always called it. Okay, this is what, how I was taught and how, I, what I was, what it was named actually. So I don't know if somebody, if you guys know it a different way or whatever the case may be, not a big deal three-point method the way you're gonna go in this order it has to be in this order or it won't work okay so you're gonna use the first bend is going to you is going to be on the star okay second bend which is the center bend is going to be on your notch okay your last bend is going to be on your arrow okay so don't forget star notch arrow star notch arrow that's it simple as that the three-point method okay the three points on your bender you're gonna use those three points to bend the three marks on your conduit okay and that's basically it okay so let's get down to it Star 
a 10 degree bend it would have to be parallel to this 10 degree mark okay so it's past it all right so now we're gonna go ahead and slide it down to the next one and the reason why i said use the seam use that center mark seam on the conduit is because it's a push through bend so you don't have to turn it 180 degrees i mean you have to turn it And that's how they're supposed to be. Okay. 
to our 15 degree bend, our last bend, and that one is going to be on the arrow. bottom of the conduit with the 10 degree mark. On my bender, that's a 15 degree bend. And I checked it with the actual digital level. Okay, so that's a completed bend. Let me put this down. Okay, my friends. And so, when you check it now, you can either see if you have to tweak it or not. Okay, and that's basically it, my friend. This is the three-point method. Okay, I'm not sure if you can see that, right? The three-point method using the three points on the actual bend. And that is in the order of star, notch, arrow. In that order. Okay? Thank you, my friends. I appreciate it. Please subscribe. Please let your friends and co-workers know. And again, any video requests, just you know, shoot me an email, shoot me a comment, and I'd be more than happy to make a video for you. Thank you, and have a great day. So now you can see we have a three-inch saddle. Okay, and with a 15-30-15 degree saddle, okay, you can actually, let me move this, you can actually see that it's a little more, you know, like it, it it's a little more, you know what I'm saying, spaces it out a little more, you know what I'm saying? Now that's actually, you know, it's a little better because when you're pulling your wire through, you know, it's gonna be a lot easier to actually pull your wire through, all right? Now, with that said, also, if you have an obstruction that's actually a little wider and not, it's also high, you know, let's just say it's three inches high, but it's also a little wider, you know, this will actually work. Cause as you can see, it gradually, you know, spaces out, you know? So it's actually, it also works for some wider obstructions as well. Okay, as opposed to the 45, you know, it's it's gonna be, it's kinda be kinda, kinda sharper, you know, it'll come down sharper. You know, but um, yeah, so this also saves you, you know, 
30 degrees, you know, and you could save that for another bend that you need to do. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, so this is the, excuse the mess. This is the three point method, okay? Three point method. And it's for push through bending. You know, I know a lot of these push through methods because you know, I have a lot of experience and most of my, most of my career I've used electric and you know, table benders. You know, I've used the Chicago bender a whole lot. You know, that's what I actually started out with. I think I touched the Chicago Bender before I even used the hand bender. Okay? So, uh, please, smash that subscribe button. You know, let your friends and coworkers know about it. This is Holmes Law, and I'm out. Now, in case you need to take it out a little bit, take your bend out. Okay, this is what you would do. You would reverse it. Okay, place it in your bender the opposite way. And gently, just give it a little tug. Unless you went over like, you know, you really, really messed up and you went over so much. All you really want to do is just slightly over bent. Is just give it a little, just like a very light, very light, and you'll be surprised, you know. EMT three quarter is very forgiving.